Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Fins Up Podcast. I am your host, Mortz, and I am joined by my ever-handsome colleague, Salo Dan. How are you doing, Dan? Hey, thank you so much. Well, better now after that compliment, obviously. Um, loving the new intro, Terry. What a, what a great suggestion that was. Mate, it's a song that we found on YouTube about nine years ago, and it's just an absolute banger. It exists purely to become our theme music. Yeah. Have and... we got it licensed yet? No, and like the thing is that they probably don't listen to our podcast, so they're never going to know. Well, that's done them, isn't it? I know. But, uh, Dan, it's been a glorious week of rugby league because uh, we have qualified for the finals. Well, I didn't see it coming. I mean, we, we've been talking about it for about eight weeks, so that's that's probably not not true. But on, uh, on Zero Tackle tomorrow, we're all going to be a um, – what's the word? It's like it's your pleasure. It's my gift to you. I'm going to write about how much the Sharks suck, yet how good we are making the eight. So that should be quite fun. So I'll, I'll leave those comments for them. But yay, finals football! Finals football. Now, I tweeted out this week that we have the second longest active streak of making the finals. And that is somewhat incredible, considering we are a team, a club and an organisation that loves to find ourselves in knee-deep in shit. Knee-knee <laughs> if we're lucky, mate. I was quite surprised looking at that because you forget the Roosters had a bad year, uh, you forget Parramatta had a few bad years, and you forget the Tigers haven't had a good year since like 1903. So <laughs> that's quite... Yeah, look, you're right. Um, Souths and the Roosters would have had long streaks, but um, they missed uh, they missed 2016, um, ironically enough. And, uh, you know, the Dogs, uh, the Titans, who are apparently uh, Queensland's pride, all about four years without playing finals football. But, yeah, I was, I was very surprised when I, um, when, when I thought about it. I thought we, we've got to be close to number two. Obviously, Melbourne were, were runaways for it. But, um, yeah, the, the second longest active streak of finals football. And I uh, can't see it slowing down anytime soon. Absolutely incredible. We're only going to get better from here. This was the year, the dip year. Mm. And if we were ever going to fall out of finals, it was this year. So yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about things. And uh, just to to, solid, uh, to solidify our sixth consecutive year of finals football, we had to do it very tough, a lot tougher than I thought we were going to do it. But uh, Cronulla, 22, the New Zealand Warriors, 14. Dan, uh, you and I were both in attendance for this game. We were certainly there. I hope you paid more attention than I did because I tried to write some notes and came up with three which we'll discuss later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was a little bit jolly rogered by the time half-time hit, and that second half was very frustrating. I remember Matt Chechen getting booed off at the end. I thought that was a nice touch. Mm. I remember being uh, a guy being about four foot into touch when he touched the ball and not being given. Um, so, you know, maybe I had a bit of the Josh Robbos about me on the weekend. Just couldn't enjoy it because I was too busy bagging the ref. Yeah, before we talk about the game, at, at the ground, it looked like Matt Chechen was having an absolute mare. Um, 
I'm watching replay. He was worse than what I thought he was live. That was a disgraceful performance. And the worst thing is, Phil Gould said that he's the best referee in the competition because of that performance that he had. That performance. Now, look, I, I rate Chechen. I, I don't. I don't. I don't at all. I reckon he's top three or four. I just, I just like the way he deals with players. But this weekend, given I was at the game and wearing my Sharks, you know, one eye closed. But I thought he had a, a pretty shit game. Although it looked like Cronulla were trying to give away set restarts. They must have had a bet on on over 20. It's dead set. Everybody set we gave away a restart. I wasn't worried about the set restarts as much. It was more the fact... The the, 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 the most shocking call that he got wrong was the one where he said Aaron Woods knocked the ball on despite the ball flying out the back. That was the one we were right in line with, right? Yeah, and then, you know, Will Kennedy picked that ball up and went in and was in space. He was one-on-one with two of Arsha Sheck. But because he had blown the whistle, we're not going to know what happened. Now, Woods got up straight away and said, challenge it. And, you know, you don't really want to believe front rowers all the time, but he got up so confident. And it was like, what what was checking watching for that? I, I don't know. I remember I was standing next to you when that happened, and we both... We both made the same joke that if the Sharks got a challenge right, it must have been a real bad call. Because we're notoriously bad at this. I think we've got two or three, and I think the Warriors challenged one as well. It was an off I hate talking about the referee, but it was was definitely noticeable, put it that way. And my DMs lit up from non-Sharks fans saying similar. Yeah, well, the other one that we got right was he was literally two metres away and said Jack Williams knocked the ball on. Jack Williams got up straight away. Who has got terrible hands... Now, that one did kind of look bad, but if you're two metres away, you've obviously got to see what happened. And, and he, you know, Jack Williams got up straight away and said, no, challenge it. We get the ball back again. And then there was the, the Ronaldo try that him and the touch judge were both convinced Josh Dugan got a touch on it. It was about four foot away from the ball. Dugan, Dugan was further away than I was and I was standing on the hill. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I, I don't mind him checking tries. Like, I just That's just become part of the game now. But that was ludicrous. Yeah, and and like I don't mind him checking tries either because that's what you've you've got to do. But you know, for him for him to turn around and go, can you please confirm Josh Dugan got a touch on the ball? Josh Dugan was in fucking Perth. He was that far away from the ball. It was it was vindication, wasn't it? Geez, didn't Ronaldo play well after some idiot tweeted him down his wing last week? Yeah, wasn't he better defensively as well? Who knew that that was the key? Yeah, let's let's stop bagging checking now because like I'm 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 starting to feel that rage in there. But look, all in all, it wasn't it wasn't the performance that I was hoping for, but it's the performance that you come to expect from the Sharks. It really was. I I honestly look at that New Zealand Warriors team, and it should have been another forty six to ten flogging. Now, obviously, they had a bit more to play for, you know, trying to keep their season alive. But we had a lot to play for in the fact that we had the opportunity to bury three teams. And, you know, we struggled, you know, discipline. Um, we struggled with, you know, uh, keeping hold of the ball. But I do think that one, one thing that I'm very, very um, proud of coming out of that game was how well we defended our line. Now, the Warriors didn't throw all that much at us, but it really was only a lapse in concentration a minute out from halftime and Josh Dugan tripping over his own feet with the fact that they scored the tries. Yeah, that's a fair call. I, I was going to say something similar. We usually... Oh, no, not usually, but more times than not. Yeah, so fuck it, usually. If they have three or four sets, we concede. The only way we don't concede is if they make an error, and we held them out. 
That try before half time was an absolute killer. That is such a sharp play. I wouldn't say we dominated the opening 40, but we were definitely the better team. We should have been 14 nil up. And to go in at what was it, 10 6, it's just. Wasn't much fun at the half time. Yeah, I, look, I thought going from the first half as well that we were. Um... We were the better team, but stats suggested the the Warriors were way better. We missed heaps more tackles. They broke more tackles. They made more line breaks, although I don't really remember it. I think I think the line breaks they made were in the first, you know, two minutes of the game and then obviously uh, two minutes before half time. Um but, you know, people said that the Warriors made more meters. They had made fifty more meters on twelve more runs. So if you go meters per run, we were ahead on that, but obviously they'd had more meter, they'd had more runs, so their their meters were um, above us. But I tell you what, the one thing I want to go back to bag and checking for though is um, Katoa made that break down the touchline, kicked the ball in field, and two of us check ran off his line and took him out, and the Warriors were rewarded with a twenty meter restart, and Sean Johnson was told that he couldn't challenge it. Yeah, that was I don't know the rule ruling of that, so I can't comment. But live, I thought. Two of us check was gone for 10. Yeah. And if Churchin doesn't make the call, the linesman was literally five metres away. And it was clear as day. It was an obvious, oh, well, they're going to score here. I might as well cop the tackle and try and not get 10 in the bin. Yeah. Two of us check knew what he was doing. It was a brilliant play because it looked like it was going to be a try off the boot. So I have no idea what the fuck. And how can the, the um, guy in the box, probably Max or whatever his name is, not just say, hey, guys, so you got that one wrong. Maybe just hold it up while I have a look. Well, I, 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 yeah, I don't know what the ruling is on that because it, it feels like that the touch judges will only inter, like sorry, the the video referee will only intervene when they feel like it. Really, Maxwell was probably having a sleep. Yeah, well, it's it's to to figure out the restart. Yeah, but I mean, that was that was pretty clearly a professional foul. I would have thought that it overall, whether it's twenty meter tap or a goal or a dropout, but again. Who knows? They seem to, like you said, they seem to make it up as they go along. But I mean, you know, the other thing as well is I'm all about gamesmanship and I, I think Sione Katoa probably should have just laid down. He, oh. he should have stayed there. Look, he was, they couldn't take the quick tap because he was inside the 20 meter line. So if he had laid down and was getting treatment, then they can go back and have a look at it as well. But yeah, absolutely. Like, even if it's not a Symbian, that's, that was definitely a penalty. Yeah, it's definitely a penalty. We should have the ball back. Was mm. it Johnson that almost scored from that? It was Johnson that almost scored from that, yeah. That was incredible. For him to be backing up is exactly where you want your star half yeah. and cap for the week. I was looking for Connor because Connor's a bit quicker. Other side but, of the field, though, isn't it? Exactly. His position was perfect. So, yeah. although it didn't lead to points, it very, very easily could have. So, that, that was good to see from SJ. What, what did you make of Connor's game? Have you gone back and watched a replay of it? Uh, bits and pieces. I thought at the time, I thought Connor looked our most, um, most dangerous player outside of Braley. To be honest, I didn't notice too much of Johnson, but there were a lot of Kiwi fans around us giving him a bit of grief. Sort of got caught up in the banter with that. I thought Connor was good. I think he's in his spot. I know he's going to lose it come finals, but I wouldn't. His running game looks good. His kicking was better. His defense was better. And he's the sort of player that, like any player in the world, if you play more regular football, you're going to get those little things right. So week on week, improvement. It wasn't a 10 out of 10 game, but he certainly was in our top few. I thought Connor's uh, running game was exceptional, and, and he's so quick off the mark. I will say this, though, about his kicking that you mentioned that. He did kick the ball on the second tackle, and he kicked it dead. Um, 
you know, we just remember. we just got a set. We'd got a set restart, and he kicked the ball dead. Um, yeah, it was. You know, if that was if that was Townsend, we would have been slating him. But yeah, look, I, I thought Connor was okay. Um, being live at the game and then and watching a few replays as well. Um, in the first half, Sean, John- Sean Johnson was unplayable. That kick he put through for Katoa um, to then realise that Connor Tracy had gone, you know, down his side for a run, and their short side was exactly that. It was short. Um, was you know, and then Johnson puts the kick in for Dugan to miss the ball, you know, by the length of Flemington and Ronaldo to score. So um, it was really good. Second half, you know, uh, it was okay. Um, someone accused him of giving away the penalty that, you know, got the Warriors in front, but it wasn't him. It was Britton Nikora. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought Johnson, I thought Johnson was our second best player overall in the context of the game. Uh, man of the match for mine by country Milo was Talakai. <laughs> Every week he runs on, he's a man of the match. Honestly, he, um, if he'd played all season, he's winning, uh, by the year. I don't think, can he get rookie of the year? How many games he played for South? Yeah, he played 11 games for South. Yeah. They should, they should, no, they don't count. Rookie of the year, uh, Dalian Interchange Player of the Year. He's got that sewn up. Yeah, I tell you oh, what, the the highlight of mine was when he killed Peter Hiku, and then turned around and laughed at him. <laughs> that was the best. And the whole crowd, I'll tell you what, it sounded like there were more than twenty three hundred. The announced crowd on yeah. on Sunday because they were loud. And when they when they showed that and he smiled on the big screen, hilarious moment of the night. Besides one other thing. Yeah, I know. I know there was a twenty three hundred uh, people there. It felt like it was a bit of a mixed crowd as well. There, there were a lot of Warriors fans there. A lot of Warriors fans. I know a lot of um, Warriors fans that have Sharks memberships and vice versa. So I think there was a little bit of swapping going on there. But I liked it. It was good to have a crowd and feel like you were at a football game again. Yeah. The game against the Titans just felt like a training run. Yeah. There was like a thousand people, and they were all Sharks fans. Just felt like it felt like a trial game, to be honest. This is this felt like real deal rugby league, and being on the hill on a Sunday night, yeah. having a few like, beverages with your mates, nothing in the world could be finer. And uh, you know, we're you know, you're talking about that. The, the Warriors fans were really, really loud, and they were they were pumped up. They were into it, and you know, like you could hear them talking behind us. They knew that their season was on the line. They did. It was it was real good. I mean, anyone who's even a minute Warriors fans, a dedicated Warriors fan this year with everything that's going on. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, now... having a great time. They were bagging Johnson, and I was all for it. And I was going back, and they were going back. It was just... I've really missed that. Yeah. Now, there was something that ruined the Warriors' nights, and that was it broke their hearts. Uh, Toby Rudolph broke their hearts twice in one season. And, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is all I can say about it. Incredible, man. For him to score that first try, the reaction from the crowd, the reaction from him, and the reaction from his teammates, and, and you saw that still shot in the slow motion of Braden Ueli just hugging him, kind of shows the significance of that try and just how important he is 
I guess, to the team and how much everyone's got around him this year. Absolutely. He's by far the most popular player of all time. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. Uh, um, I was up. I actually hurt my leg coming back down because I got so much height when Toby scored. The first thing I did was turn and look at you, and you were even higher than I was. My plan was to run down and jump on you, but I honestly thought I would have copped an elbow and been knocked out the way you were celebrating, and it was fucking good to see. You notice he saved that try to your first game of the season too? Yeah, this is first game I turned up in his uh, his first try, so I'm I'm not saying that I'm responsible for it, but I'm responsible for it. See, we can't prove you not. So yeah. the first game we've been at and he scores for us. Yeah. It's just marvellous. Yeah, man. And uh, it was just, you know, you heard his interview afterwards. He just said, you know, it was ecstasy, everything that he ever thought of, everything that he ever dreamed of. You couldn't script a try better. <laughs> like, he's literally a week ago just said to the Warriors, look, even though I said I was going to sign with you, I'm now going to stay with Cronulla and we're playing you this week. And now I've just scored a try that's knocked you out of the seat, out of the competition for the remainder of the year. Like, you you couldn't write that. You couldn't write that script. You couldn't, and it wasn't a it wasn't a bitter reaction either. Toby's Toby's the greatest, and the reason it you know he took so long to sign resign for Granola was he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. By the way, despite not really having to do that, uh, it was amazing. And I was so when he when he broke that first tackle, I swear time stood still. And just slow motion, and oh, that was the highlight of the season for me. Like I've seen some amazing tries, but that was the moment. And that defender that he buried six feet after going over the line. Yeah, look, it was uh, when he when he when he got to the trial, and I was like, man, two of us are going to be a dick and stop him, isn't he? There was no stopping him. Once 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 he got past that first defender, um, yeah, there was there was no stopping him. There wasn't. I got so many messages. My, my dad was like, just Toby and my brothers and everyone on Twitter. Just a special moment for the guy. He deserves it. We all heard the story in the preseason. You guys should go back and listen if you haven't. How hard he worked, how close he was to giving up. The ACL, the playing for South, which must have sucked. And then, you know, it just, it was just a moment. Like you said, you could have written it any better. That's the highlight of the season. I don't care what happens from here on in. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, and it's it just it just shows hard work's paid off. Now, I was went back and and watched the replay, and he is one of three players for us that has played every game this year, um, and it's th- it's it's our three front rollers that have played every game this year: Ueli, Woods, and and Toby. Absolutely incredible! That, that, I, there's no way that stat holds up anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and now you can probably kind of understand like Woods and Ueli because sometimes when we get dusted up by Penrith, they just didn't really play anyway, so they're not going to get injured. But you're talking about a guy like Toby who has come off an ACL injury and literally just throws his body at everyone in everything, every tackle, every run. It's it's a hundred percent. That's all he does. Now, last year you'll remember that Toby Rudolph came back. And the Jets went undefeated and won the premiership. Mm-hmm. Year before that, he won the premiership. Three in a row on my birthday. Just saying, it's still alive. <laughs> but it's still alive. Yeah, look, you know that 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 it's it's an incredible it's an incredible story from him. And and I am going to tweet that out. Uh, the original interview that we did with him. 
Um, because I just think people need to hear that again, just what he's gone through, how close he was to giving up, why he doesn't cut his hair, what Cronulla means to him, what it was like to drink with us two lunatics in a pub in the, in the preseason just to, to give us an interview. You know, we he was like really an unknown and now he's become this like real cult figure. And even if you're not a, a fan of the Sharks, if he's not your favorite player not playing for your team, you're doing it wrong because he's just, he's unreal. He is unreal. Yeah. Everyone, everyone loves him. There yeah. were Bulldogs fans saying that they signed like Travis Waddell or something or Corey Waddell, whatever his name is from Manly, saying why didn't they go after Toby? Yeah. Two teams were after Toby Rudolph. Yeah. Two teams. Mm. There should have been 15 teams plus Cronulla fighting for him, especially for the value he gets because he's not going to be a guy who wants 800 grand to come yeah. off the bench, you know? I just, I'm so glad we tied him down and next year we've got to put a big contract in front of him because some prick will come sniffing for him now to see what he can do. Yeah, and the other thing is, well, when he was in Q Cup, he said that the only offer he got was from Cronulla. That's just ridiculous. How? Yeah. Just good recruitment, mate. We finally got one right. Yeah. After the Carlton League years of the world, we got one right. Yeah. Uh, before we uh, review the... Uh... The, the game coming up this weekend against the Roosters. We, we've got two games left in the regular season. The highest we can finish is sixth. The lowest we can finish is eighth. As we've said, the, the, the top eight is done and dusted. You're talking about now, there's there's a question. You know, the Roosters have done it this weekend. We haven't. Um, resting players and giving a couple of other people debuts. What are your thoughts on resting players? Who do you think needs a breather? And who would you like to see get the last game of the season against the Raiders? So this week, I'm glad we named the full-strength side because if the Roosters put 80 on us, you don't turn up for finals. Yep. We need to go in against a team without Tedesco and Takeaho and give them a real shout because we need the confidence to go into the finals. So I'm, I'm absolutely okay. If we cop a 20-point pasting, whatever, it doesn't matter. We play finals, we've made, you know, it's a pass mark. Next week, though, yeah, I'd be, I'd be resting half the side. I I jokingly said we should drop eight players this week so when the Roosters beat us, we can go, ah, oh, fuck it, who cares? Next week, I would dead set rest pretty much all the top-line players. Uh, I wouldn't rest Toby because I want him to play every game this year and I wouldn't rest Woods and Ueli, although Woods doesn't really matter. He's probably done it a few times in his career anyways. Um, if Moylan's fit, I play Moylan next week in hope that he remembers how to play football. I don't see him dropping Kennedy for a week does anything. Um, Johnson, absolutely don't play him next week. I don't care. It's a, one extra game running in the finals, not going to matter shit. Um, I would drop Chad Townsend, even though he won't be playing, obviously. Um, I wouldn't be leaving Braley. Braley's in good form. Talakai, Nikora, probably Dugan. I'd rest Dugan. And I'd rest Ramian. And I'd say to Ramian, next week, three tries from you, motherfucker, and see, and just unleash him. So I'd play Moylan, I'd rest Johnson, and I'd start Hunt. I'd play Billy McGullius for Jack Williams. So I'd go, I'd go half and half. Keep, keep the young kids there and take a risk on Moylan. If he blows up, who gives a fuck? Maybe he'll retire. Yeah. But if he comes really, really, really good in that game, playing in the finals. Um, just just on that, Moylan's no chance of playing again this season. Um, no, fuck. Yeah, I, yeah. I would have been with you in resting Sean Johnson 
but he's missed three weeks already. We need his touch. We we need his sharpness. Now, when he had that rich run of form where he was unplayable, he was getting those kicks into the in-goal areas right when people were rushing him. And on the weekend, he got rushed, he stepped inside, and he kicked the ball dead. And that's that's a player who, whilst he is in form, was just missing his touch. So I'm, I'm Sean Johnson's playing against Canberra and the Roosters for mine. Um, I'm with you. Josh Dugan needs a rest only if Jackson Ferris is back. I'm keeping Ramian in. Um, I'd love to see Nana McDonald come in just for one game and, and rest Ronaldo um, because Katoa has had uh, a week off. So, you know, give Ronaldo that rest as well. There's no value in dropping, dropping Will Kennedy. I think the, the other thing as well, why I wouldn't be dropping Sean Johnson is to get that Connor Tracy and Johnson combination so that way fuckhead doesn't have to come back into the team. Um, Ueli, Woods, and Toby is an interesting one because, you know, any of those players needs a spell. It's definitely Ueli. He is he's dropping the ball a lot and he's getting really lazy. Um, there's a guy who I want to see play just after laying eyes on him on the weekend. I want Franklin Pele to have a run. He's a big boy, isn't he? He will hurt someone. I um if if we're not if we're not gonna if we're not gonna drop you early because he's gonna get that well not drop you early if we're not gonna rest you early because he's gonna get the Iron Man I wouldn't mind seeing him go to the bench and seeing what Royce Hunt had to offer. Yeah. Um. I want Royce big time. Yeah. Uh. And then just fight. Just you know, like uh, maybe I don't know because you know, for, like Fafita is back. Do you want to play him against Canberra? Do you want to make sure he's at full fitness? Week one of the finals, probably against Canberra. Um, but yeah, I want to see Franklin Pele get in the team. I'm, I'm, I'm not fussed on, uh, on, on Billy Magulis, but if there's, if there's three players that I really want to get a run against Canberra, it's Nana McDonald, Jackson Ferris, and Franklin Pele. Ferris, absolutely. I, I thought he was going for the season, but maybe, maybe he's on his way back. He is a freakish talent. I, yeah. I love Jack. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, he was only. He was only four weeks. I think he got suspended for two, and he missed two. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you might four four sounds right now. You mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't. I don't hate anything you said. Definitely Pele, McDonald. I like because there's always. I I just feel like we're not going to go very far in the finals. In all honesty, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But yeah, to get to get Pele a debut would be humongous, even off the bench. Yeah. Even if he comes to take Wilton, because the Cora yeah. and Talakai can play eighty minutes. When's Wade back? Wade, back Wade's up? Wade's back against the Raiders. The Raiders, well, you got to play him. You got to yeah. give him that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be putting him in. Um, this this was a question I was going to bring up later. I wouldn't be putting him back. I'd be leaving Talakai. You need Talakai for eighty minutes, and I put Wade in at thirteen because Talakai is our form forward at the moment, and we need as much of him as possible. And I can't see him dropping Nakai, so. Yeah, that that that's the one for me as well. And I think if you put Wade Graham at lock, you solve a lot of, you know, you solve a lot of problems in the team in the fact that one, you get Talakai out there, and you get Talakai in his best position. And we watched him play a lot of games for the Jets on that left edge. He defends well, he runs well. You saw him kill a man. <laughs> he, he loves coming off that left foot. He's also got a left arm ball carry, so he gets that right fend in the yard. It's you know, it's a don't argue. Um, or yeah, putting putting Wade at lock. I mean, even still, if you're gonna put Talak, like if you're gonna bring Wade Graham back, put Talakai at lock. Yeah, Talakai can play lock. He's just we need him playing as many minutes yeah. as possible. Yeah, he's the best 
I'm, 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 yeah, he, at, at, you know, back half of the, obviously the front half of the season up to his injury, Sean Johnson was our best player. And I think he will get our player of the year because he has been our best player for a longer period of time. Fuck me. Like, Talakai has just been unbelievable this year. And, you know, again, he, he, he was one of the best players for Newtown. He was in the New South Wales Cup team of the year and there was only one team that offered him a contract. Mate, there's just the recruitment decisions. It's just... Yeah. It, it's the X-Files. We're in the twilight zone or something. I... Look, we know Chad's going to come back for the finals. He shouldn't. Just, Fuck him. He shouldn't, no. But here's... I'll just show it to Wade Graham. Just... I'd rather have Connor running the ball and Wade Graham playing it lot. Yeah. It just makes so much more sense to me. Connor doesn't need to throw the ball to Wade Graham, you know? It's a good option to have, but I don't think Wade's ball playing or kicking has been that good this year. At 13, put him in the middle where he can go both sides. That just adds so much to us. And he's got that big booming kick if we get caught down our own end. So, just makes a lot of sense to me in that regard. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we do against Canberra. If if Newcastle lose this weekend and we win, we play full strength against Canberra because we try and jump the bunnies and play the home game. If we lose this weekend, I don't care who plays next weekend. I play, I play the Jets. Just rest them up and give the finals everything. It's going to be a long trip to Canberra. It's going to suck playing them down there. Yeah, that's, I mean, this is the thing as well is, you know, take into account, say you do make that upset against Canberra in round one. Well, what's your reward? Your reward's playing against either Penrith, Melbourne, the Roosters, or Parramatta a week later. <laughs> and then and then you've got to play one of the other three a week after that. Then you've got to play one of the other three a week after that. It's not going to be fun, but if we can get... You know, if we can get that home semi and play Newcastle, I know a lot's got to go our way. That's our best bet. And then you got to get the Eels and hope that they suck. And then you got to hope that there's a huge COVID problem at the Roosters or Penrith because we're not getting through those two. Yeah, or you just you you you've just got to hope that the footy gods are on our side. You got to hope that we can have a Newtown Jets run of 2019. That's that's, that's it. Well, Toby's there, and so's Trindle if we need him. Kennedy can good at that end. Yeah, Talakai. All the signs are there. It's just, you know, instead of playing that guy that missed four kicks for Canberra, we've got Nathan Cleary. Yeah. And instead of, you know, it's... Mm, yeah. Maybe, yeah. who knows? <laughs> Look, I, I, lo- I love the optimism, as you said, though. This this was never a, a year for us to turn around and say we're going to make a deep run into the finals as much as we would have loved to. This is, this is a rebuilding year, but it just shows that if you're going to rebuild, you don't have to rebuild like Newcastle or the Titans or the Dogs, you can rebuild the right way by smart decisions and backing players that you've got. That's it. You need that. They seem to think that they need to gut everyone mm. and start again. And, and, and the fact that we've been able to, you know, go go into a rebuild and still make the finals with some terrible, you know, with probably three of the worst contracts in the NRL on our books, we're, we're, you know, something's going right. It's going to be good, mate. Like I said, zero tackle tomorrow. Just saying. Uh, so this weekend we play the Sydney Roosters in a game that I'm really, really not looking forward to. Um, it's probably made a little bit better, although there is a lot of fume on uh, Twitter uh, due to super coach ramifications. But James Tedesco and Torquiaho are not playing, and a lot of people in the semi-finals have got both of those players. Um, looking at their lineup makes them a little bit more vulnerable, but. You know, they take those two out and they bring in two more Avengers. So what else are you going to fucking do? Look, I 
was very happy when I saw Tedesco was out until I remember that Joey Manu was yeah. like, just ridiculously good. Um, Tucker has a big out, but then again, their forward pack's not exactly lacking superstars, even with him out. Um, I like Orbison at centre. I think that gives us a potential benefit over them. Than yeah, and, and he's, he's defending next to Kyle Flanagan, so if ever there's an edge that you've got to attack, it's that one. That's got to be it, and they got to run. I just run Talakai at Flanagan all night. Yeah. Whatever he is, they move him, Talakai goes with him. Yeah. Just, I, want that, I want that, I just killed you, smile again from Talakai. That's, that's, that, that's the only option. And that's the thing, even if they kick the ball to the other side of the field, like if they kick the ball to Ronaldo, your job is to run to Katoa so we can throw, so we can just run. <laughs> just run at him, make him, you know, make him very not so happy that he signed with the Roosters. I also think we need to target Josh Morris. Who's he up against? Is it Dugan? Uh, Josh Morris plays left centre, so he's up against uh, Ramian. Well, Ramian's not the bloke I want there. I'd swap him because Ramian won't chip at him because he's too nice a guy, whereas I reckon Dugan might have a word. No, Ramian's got that Ramian's got that snigger about him at the moment. He was talking a lot on the weekend. Oh, good. Well, there you go. I'd really be into Morris. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, you get a tainted premiership, who gives a fuck? Oh, your brother's better than you, etc., etc. I'd just be pinning him. Yeah. May not do anything, he may score a hattie, but at least it'd be funny. Yeah, that, you know what, that's, you know, like, there's two players this weekend, I don't want to score tries, so they're probably going to be the ones who score all the tries. But as you said, like, you know, Joey, Joey Manu, he's, uh, he's got, there's a fucking mosquito in here, the size of a small island. Um, Joey Manu going to fullback, if it wasn't him, it was either going to be Brett Morris or Josh Morris, so it's not fun either way, is it? It's not. We just we just got to hope that they um they all get gout and miss the week, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So, what are your thoughts? How can we win this game? Um, we have to complete it like ninety percent plus, and not give away any penalties. If we can, if we have sixty percent possession, we're in with a chance. Anything less. Nah, it's the Roosters by how many. I actually wasn't going to go this game. It's my daughter's birthday on the weekend, and I was going to uh, come back and not watch the football to celebrate. But uh, your mate Richie talked me into going. So he's got he's got some he's got some members tickets, doesn't he, old Rich? Tickets, which means I can't wear my shorts, and I have to find a shirt with a collar on it, which is going to suck because I haven't worn one of those since I was like fifteen. So that should be fun. Yeah, go to the show. Yeah, um, it, it's funny. When you and I always talk about when we're playing these premiership contenders, title favourites, heavyweights of the competition, it always comes back to how do we win this game? It's completion and discipline. And it's something that Cronulla hasn't done this year. We've got to do it sooner or later. It's it's all, yeah, it, it's all well and good doing it against the Warriors, you know, fucking eight weeks ago or whatever it was. But the Warriors are a glorified pub side. You know, it's you've you've got to do it now. Like we're going into the finals, and we've got a really you know tough run into the finals, and it's 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 absolutely going to show us where we're at. But you know, it's it this is the game. Even if you don't win it, if you compete with the Roosters and you complete and you don't give away the stupid penalties, and you know you come out of this game with a six or twelve point loss, you take some momentum into Canberra at home. If you can beat Canberra at home, you take some momentum into Canberra away. That's, Absolutely. That's and that's the pep talk that that Josh Morris, uh, John Morris, has got to give to the team. It, this is now like 
what happened in the in the previous eighteen weeks don't mean shit because we're locked into the finals. We're, we're given a really really good opportunity now to really test ourselves and and not worry about what happened you know behind us, but get that momentum going forward. And you know I think Takiaho out of that team brings our forward pack into it. And once again, it's a case of if we can compete and stay in the game inside 20 minutes and we can unload our bench, we're right in this. And, you know, someone like Fafida is going to be chomping at the bit to get at the Roosters. He should, he should be. Like, he should absolutely take it personally. Mm. Him and Warrior Hargoves need to go high, mm. uh, harder than each other. Hey, look, I'm not confident this weekend, but the big positive is we're not going into a game against the Roosters team to pull 40 on us earlier in the year. We haven't played them yet. Yeah. So this is the, this is a game that has no form line. Obviously, the Roosters are defending premiers and favourites for the title, but who cares? It's a game of football and anyone can win, and we need to go there with that attitude. And you're right. If we do complete and no silly penalties, I feel like we're wasting our breath saying that because it's going to happen. Um, you know, you only got to drag the Roosters down. It's not like they're running up monster scores every week. They've been beaten... They're not invincible. Like, Sunnyville Williams isn't fit. I'd be targeting him early. He'll only play 15 minutes if we get at him early because uh, Robinson's not going to leave someone out there who's not at 100%. Um, we've seen Kyle Flanagan have shocking games for us, so he's got one in him. Luke Keary worries me because he's arguably the best like 5'8 in the world right now. But if anyone can match it, it's Sean Johnson. So... You know, like you said, a 10-point loss, we can take a lot out of it, but we need to go there thinking, ah, fuck it, let's just beat them. Yeah, and that's this is the other thing as well. If we're going to lose, don't fucking capitulate. Don't, don't, don't cop 50. Don't do what happened against fucking Newcastle. Don't capitulate. S- stick with it. Do what you've got to do and, and try and claw it back. You know, if you get down 18-0, don't let it become 36-40. Try and make it 18-12. You know, go yeah, go in with your head held high. Get you know, get some dignity and some pride. I guess is that that's kind of what I'm looking for there. But um, it's just, it just seems like every time we you know, there's two types of wins that you get with Cronulla. There's the ugly on the weekend, or you go and flog someone. We don't have that in between balance game where you just have a nice comfortable win. But if we have a loss, it just seems to be oh well, we get too far behind. Fuck it, let's lose by thirty. That's it. Well, every loss this year has been like that. Yeah. Well, I think Dragons was close, but even they scored a couple of late tries and blew us out. I, I know Parra was, but in that rain, that... Yeah, it doesn't count. And I mean, the, the, first, the first two games of the season don't count either because it's a whole new ball game now, but we capitulated against the Tigers after having a halftime lead. We should have blown the Dragons out of the water and ended up losing by 13-plus. We lost by... You know, we had 50 put on us by Penrith. Our worst loss of the season was against the Knights. Like... Yeah, it's this is you know if you're gonna if you're gonna have a loss, you need to have like a finals loss. You need to have a a tough gritty, you know, twenty eighteen loss in the finals, twenty one twelve. I'll take that. Yeah, spot on. If the Roosters kick a field goal in extra time, so mm. be it. You know, yeah. but you got to drag them. And yeah. you're right. Every time we get far enough behind for the game to be gone, it just the stupidness comes out, the mistakes come out. They've just got to, all right, well, we've we got to score last. Or yeah. we've got to we got to win this next set in defense. Or this next five minutes needs to be us. Just something yeah. to give hope. Because in the finals, who knows? It only takes Jack Whiten to go down with an injury and Papali to have the flu or something. 
And suddenly the game's blown wide open in football, you know, finals football. We've seen better teams lose to worse teams than what we'll be going into. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got to go into this game and give them a red-hot go. Look, I can't see any way we win this game, but maybe that's good because the Cronulla of old would go into this game with a huge fuck-you attitude and very well might push to a win. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. I'll, like, I-, I know it's completely different teams now. We've got a new coach. We've got new structures, but... We do need to bring some of that old shark back. You know, it's great that we can score points anytime we want to. Our attack this year is so fucking sexy, it's not funny. But our defense is just absolutely pathetic. We need to get that that grittiness and that toughness back to go along with, you know, to you know to score some points, and then you you, you turn yourself into a top sixteen. It's there. It's there to be done. Yeah. Like the other teams, there's. I mean, I think the Bunnies go in heavy favourites against who they're playing, but then they get the Roosters next week. So the opportunity to get a home final is still there. That yeah. has to mean something. Exactly. Yeah, and that that's it. All all it takes, you know. The, I know. I you know. Thank you, the Roosters. They they've rested the best fullback in the world and probably the third or fourth best prop in the world. Um, it it, it brings them back a little bit. Not a lot. Yeah, show of disrespect too. Like, yeah. fuck you, you want rest Tedesco? We'll yeah. smash up. Yeah. Um, I also think that this is a this is a game that could open up for someone like Will Kennedy if it's played on a fast track. So he's, he, he's, he's been a bit quiet. He's been a bit out of sorts the last couple of weeks. He needs to have himself a real good game going into the finals, and this is the best test to do it. A little bit gun-shy, yeah. He hasn't, hasn't come out of the line with that big floating pass behind the line like he does. Yeah, you're right. If, if I could lock in anyone to have a real big game, it would be Kennedy because we need him firing. But it's, it's not only that. You haven't seen him link up and you haven't seen him support and you haven't seen him just run the ball. You know, it's he's almost... Well, yeah, it's all, it's almost like he's... um, I don't know. He, he's lost the confidence in himself. I will say this, though. He, he came up with two really clever plays on the weekend when they kicked the ball down. Those long passes to Ronaldo that got us up the field. He... he Threw one to Ronaldo. Ronaldo got thirty meters up the field. Then he threw one to Ronaldo. Oh, he threw one to Connor Tracy, and Tracy made the break as well. There you go. Like, let's hope he's having a real confident week. And really, this is a no lose game for us. Yeah. If we get flogged, we're supposed to get flogged. Yep. Go there and you know confidence. It's gonna be hard to convince them they can win, but they have to believe it, and they have to make us believe it. Yeah. Because it's fucking serious now. Finals are there. There is no pressure on Cronulla. We've done everything we set out to do. Whereas the Roosters are expected to win, and I would play on that, and I would post all the shit that we post on Twitter, on the wall, on the bus, on the way there, and go, no one believes you can win this game. Prove them wrong. Yeah, that's that. That's the thing as well, is you're going to know inside five minutes of this game what kind of night it's going to be. And I, I can tell you, if, if we drop the ball in our first couple of sets, I'm turning the fucking TV off. I'm not even, even going to put myself through it. I'm going to sit in the members bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. Um, what what what's your tip for the weekend, Dan? What what is it? How, what are you feeling? Sharks thirteen plus, obviously. Yeah. No, really. What's your tip? Uh, look, I think the Roosters beat us by twenty, mate. I just can't see how we get close. Anything. I want. I don't. I mean, I want to win, but I want a competitive loss. Yep. 
that would mean so much to the team moving forward. Yeah, you know, I... for next year as well. So you don't want to get flogged by every team in the top eight and go next year and go, oh well, let's start again. I uh, I think this is the week that we're going to put a competitive performance in. Um, it's gonna. I reckon this game is going to remind me a lot of the Roosters versus Parramatta, where Parramatta were right in the game in the last twenty minutes. The Roosters, you know, blew it out, um, and I'd take that. I'd absolutely take that. I know, I know, I know. Parramatta lost. What was it, twenty four ten or thirty to ten or something? But it was they were up ten eight with fifteen minutes to go. So I, I, I honestly think that this is going to be the week that we're we're going to turn it around now. The 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 positivity. I'm sick of being negative about this fucking football team. We we we're going to put the performance in now. It's going to happen. You sold me, mate. No Chad Townsend now. Um, Toby's going to score a Hattie now that he's crossed the line. Yep, I'm, I'm confident. I'm, we'll get within 12. The worst part about Toby scoring that try is we don't get to see him naked. True, although if you ask. Yeah, if we did ask, he'd probably do it anyway. Um, anyway, mate, I think that's uh, that's enough from us at the moment. So I'm going to sign out and I will catch you later, Dan. Fantastic, mate. Next week, I'm going to have some social media goals for you. So stay tuned. Well, I, actually, yeah, I, I went on to social media after this game and it, it just... It annoyed me so much. I just thought, you know what? Let's just wait for the Roosters. Yep, that's the plan. I got, I got some good ones, but I'll um, yeah, you'll be okay. All right, mate. Catch you later. Hey, Toby.